Unnamed Podcast, Series 1, Episode 16. Unnamed Podcast, Series 1, Episode 16. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come, Forever and ever. Amen. <clears throat> In this episode we'll be looking at Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations and a little of Ezekiel. And following from the picture of Jesus pierced for the sake of the Psalms. The bitterness of Proverbs, of the gradual dying of the Lord on the cross, the bitterness he entered into, his remembrance of the song of love on the cross, the song of Solomon, and now in Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations and Ezekiel, we have his gradual dying on the cross. And Isaiah represents the stomach of the Lord, the poetic, the appetite for the poetic which had been his uh, food, as he said, I have food to eat of which you do not know. His, his appetite was based on Isaiah and was for the poetic, as suffering on the cross was to him poetic, for which he said of the Psalms, Father, Father, why, why your abandonment? What poetry is there in heaven and earth for someone who's dying on a cross they can't escape? How yet may they relate to their God? And then we have Jeremiah, which is the sublime, and he's sort of uh, representative of the lungs, the, the air gradually leaking out of the lungs and leading to suffocation and he, he is the strength of the poetic laid, laid down as though written so it was having remembered the song of love for the Lord as though the Bible were written in the moment for him. And he relates to us by what we've written for him, what we've had transcribed on our hearts before his God. And he remembers us uh, he remembers us as we were in that 
in that moment that, that the words of his prophecy are given to us. And then we have Lamentations, which is a lamentation for the prophetic, that men might not wander after foreign gods, or, or be drawn in by harlotry. But would serve the God, the, the would serve the God of the heavens, with a clean heart and pure conscience before Him. And and that uh, that means that that the prophetic. Is, is the Lord's heart cry for his people that they might, they might not be led astray without vision but in gathering prophetically might have vision all the more added to them and so you have Lamentations which is basically the gall bladder the sense of strength the Lord had on the cross as he said the night before, do not think I could summon 12 legions of angels to defend me. That was his gallbladder speaking. That was his, his understanding of lamentations. He wanted the comfort to come from the cross. And so what he did is he went to war with himself over the salvation that the men with him did not know but would one day live by and there are later prophets that that speak of that war of the gallbladder the gallbladder being that which wakes us up by attenuating us to the level of uh, That the level of melanin is uh, the appearance, either melatonin or melanin, depending on how you wake up and conduct yourself. And the, the point being that when when you go to war with Gaul. You rally strength with you to reach two men with the war that you have. And that that is fundamentally what has been missing from the faith for nearly 2,000 years is, is the war. Revelation mentions that a war breaks out in heaven. And it doesn't give any great amount of details, but in the end the devil is cast down and he makes war with the inhabitants of the earth on the basis of the war waged with him. And it is a test for the faith because we are supposed to have stood as men of peace against the possibility of war coming from Christ. 
that our Lord might come to his senses and show us the way through war that by peace we may overcome. And in, in passing through the war, it is incumbent that the believers sharpen iron with iron. Uh, that they compare their, their testimony with one another, that the stronger testimony be one. And sadly, you, you haven't seen this in, in the centuries prior, because men's honesty before God as a private thing has died off. And the, the call of the church for that honesty as to man's sin has been very quiet. People tend to like the place they sit in church, like the routine, like the, 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 the friendliness of, of the people there and their spirit. And... They've been altogether too reticent to confess sin and make sin's death known by the sound of the praise that escapes it. And it is a difficult thing because to confess sin you need trust. And trust where things have been an embarrassment in sin is, is not likely on the one hand, but on the other hand comes with no guarantee that condemnation won't follow. And that's what men walk about their daily lives fearing, whether they want to or not. They walk around fearing that their way will be known as condemned and no growth will come from it. And they'll be either expected to die or will just die uh, uncared for and, and that breeds a generation of people who don't want the gospel and it hardens their hearts to the ways of the gospel Uh, such that they don't see in it the inspiration that, that is there if they can bridge the gap between them and God uh, that they might serve him in humility despite what their iniquities have been. Uh, so, <coughs> so you have in, in Isaiah an appetite for the ending of the punishment of, of Israel concomitant with the end of the punishment of its backsliding uh, that it is not for kings to rule over Israel's sanctity separate from its own king, but unfortunately doom is coming and they are going to Babylon. And 
In Jeremiah we have the heaving of Christ on the cross as he tries to find comfort between the nails. And he, Jeremiah foretells that it will all be committed to The foreigners around Jerusalem, around Israel, around the cross, that only the poor will dwell in the land and everything of value will be taken away in, in plunder. For those who the Lord has not favoured but has permitted to overtake Israel. Just as Gentiles overtook the telling of the gospel of Christ from the Jews, uh, with seldom little left for the Jews to say was unique to them and the salvation in it and that that is for time to come that when men begin to forget sacrifice that they not turn to the Jews as one does an enemy and see in the Jews something they could be esteemed for as it was written we esteemed him not and the foreigners of Israel esteem Israel not and there is there is unity with Christ in that but also a reason for lamentations as follows Jeremiah that the bitterness of life among people who don't identify with you is your own ruin. And it's this, the same message comes across in terms of relating to people in the church. If there's no confession of sin, then Every way of the preacher is against the people and against their idleness to which they cling, hoping their confession will be concealed to the end. And I'm, I'm caught up in this, this uh, glut of guilt. I... I have struggled with desire in my life and lust is a perverse thing if, if uh, not kept focused on the object of its desire, the object of its desire. 
Uh, I had a dream of a wife, but I have not known a wife. And, well, I, I, you would have to say I have half known a wife. Uh, and from that has stemmed a lot of iniquitous lust that is very hard to control, much less tell people about. And it's not that I have not done as I sh should probably have, but the Lord has not desired that I contend with people over that last, but allow it to be broken that in the process of it being broken, because my heart is in the hope of confession, that I would come to know it as, as the fickle thing that it is. Fickle being that I can put to one side and, and continue to praise God. And it's been very hard. I know a lot of people suffer thinking, you know, you, you only ever lust when you lust. Actually, there's restraint there. You have a choice of uh, blood, water, pain and burning. And if you are, if you are maintaining your response to desire routinely or monotonously or repetitively and that is all then the alternative of blood, water, pain or burning be it for male or female resolves in a way that desire is kept in check and the relationship you've had in the past, if it is pure, will ensure that you don't stray. That the repetitiveness, the routineness, the monotonous, the monotony of it, whatever it is that you have chosen or would do, would be clean between you and the Lord that the desire not come upon you when you're not ready uh, and of course the, the male goes first he's to take responsibility and in that sense Christ did take responsibility and we, we see in the coming of Lamentations the the the, uh, the languishing of the gallbladder that he, in his desire to go to war with himself over salvation he makes way for the poignant in Ezekiel. And Ezekiel is 
is the furthermost from the body, the anus. And what, what Ezekiel sees is freedom from elimination before God of the, the unclean, the unjust, the iniquitous. And so Christ, warring with himself over lamentations, begins to conceive a way out for those desiring salvation. And as, as the poetic and the sublime and the, art, the artfulness of lamentations and the, the poignancy of, of Ezekiel take hold, Christ begins to die because he has no way to be saved for men's sake, but must yield them salvation, that in due time his word might be remembered of him, that he can take up his life again. So we have the beginning of which Christ provokes man to... To, uh, to question his, his end. That between the two of them, as pro- the Proverbs say, one man can help another up. Okay, so this has been Unnamed Podcast Series 1, Episode 16, Unnamed Podcast, Series 1, Episode 16. Thine be the glory, risen conquering sun. Endless is the victory thou death has won. Angels in bright raiment rolled the stone away, kept the folded grave clothes where thy body lay. Thine be the glory, risen conquering sun. Endless is the victory thou death has won. Lo, Jesus meets us, risen from the tomb. Lovingly he greets us, scatters fear and gloom. Let the church with gladness hymns of triumph sing. For her Lord now liveth, death has lost its sting. Thine be the glory, risen conquering sun. Endless is the victory thou death has won. No more we doubt thee, glorious Prince of life. Life is not without thee, aid us in our strife. Make us more than conquerors through thy deathless love. Bring us safe through Jordan to thy home above. Thine be the glory, risen conquering sun. Endless is the victory thou death has won. This has been Unnamed Podcast Series 1, Episode 16. 
Unnamed Podcast, Series 1, Episode 16.